Hi everyone, it's Maddie Mackey with the Outcome Mastery interview series. Today I have a good friend of mine, Danelle Barbara with Cervical Wellness, and I'm so excited to have her on. We go back many, many years of working together, um, doing some powerful work. So I'm excited to share her on the interview series today. Hi everybody, I'm so happy to be here. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and about cervical wellness and what you do and your intention? Yes, I would love to. <clears throat> so again, my name is Danelle Barbara, and I have a company called Cervical Wellness, <clears throat> which is an online education platform for women's health and wellness. The focus of my work is around supporting women to self-heal abnormal pap smears. So <clears throat> when you go get a pap smear and it comes back abnormal, uh, I help women reverse that uh, holistically and naturally. I, like I said, it's an online education platform, but I also do in-person workshops and events and um, just feel really devoted to guiding people to honor the female body. Uh, there's been a long history, about 2,000 plus years of harm against the female body or repression or just overall rejection of the magic of the female body. And my whole intention with my work is to bring awareness to the sacredness that is the female form and to help guide women to reconnect to that sacredness. Thank you. That's so well said. And the work Danelle's doing is so powerful. Um, I mean, I've just seen your business just flourish and grow over the past four or five years. And I've personally worked with Danelle um, with my own healing journey, with my womb, and just seeing the power and the magic and the potency of the womb work. Do you mind diving into a little bit about like what that potency really is and feels like with the womb and the connection of a woman to that sacred center in her body? Mm, that's a really good question. And <clears throat> uh, for, I'll have to speak to for me because I only know what it's like to connect to my own womb and my own body. Um, <clears throat> and this has also been reflected to me in the women I work with, but I'll just speak from my point of view that when we, with female body, bring our and our focus down to our pelvic region our pelvic bowl we are able to move and act in a way that is in complete alignment with who we actually are and what I mean by that is we're not trying to pretend to be someone else we're not trying to make someone else happy so that we're happy we're not trying to um, <clears throat> just lie. It, that's the basis of what I'm saying is just, our expression is truthful when we are in our womb. And this can have an effect in all realms of our life, in our relationships, in our family relationships, in our business, in our, in our, um, <clears throat> in our relationship with ourselves. When I've noticed that when I am connected and in tune with my womb, with my pelvic bowl, and even more so in my work with the cervix, that when I lie or when I try to obfuscate the truth or try to do something that's out of alignment with me, uh, 
I will experience either like pain or cramping or I won't feel well or strong emotions will arise. And I have come to know this to be the voice of my womb saying, hold on, you're not in alignment. You're not actually being in your truth. And only once I come back into that alignment of being connected to my womb does the joy and the happiness and the pleasure of life come through with ease. I hope that made sense. I feel like I kind of went a little swirly there. No, it does. It, and I agree. It's such a strong messenger once you, you know, really tap in and get connected and start kind of decoding the messages that I think so many women just write off as cramps or write off as just these like normal sensations and maybe just take a Tylenol and call it a day. But when you really start listening to the messages and realizing that they're just your body producing information, it's incredible what you're able to tap into and, you know, where you're able to go with that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Maddie, my life has completely changed ever since I started walking from my womb, if, if you can say that. Um, like the, the, my work in cervical wellness, had you asked me like, four or five years ago, if I would have an entire company based upon this, I would have probably laughed in your face because that isn't what I thought was in alignment with my life path. My partnership has also deepened in a way that wasn't possible until I connected to this place in my body. Um, and so it's just, it's, it's really powerful. That's the, that's really the basis of it. It's so powerful to be there in there definitely i just have this um like memory within my mind when i got out of the doctor's office when i had my ovarian cyst and they were telling me there's going to need to be all this medication and all this these operation-y kind of things and i'm panicked and i just got out of the emergency room from a hemorrhage cyst and i seriously was like I don't, I literally was like, I don't know who else to call other than Danelle. And that's when I called you and joined the cervical wellness online. And that was your first group of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, at that time it was called the sacred portal, but yeah, you were like the first cohort. It was awesome. Yeah. And since then, like just learning about it and continuing education on the cervix and the womb, I was able to completely naturally heal the ovarian cysts. Um, they have never returned. Wow. I've, you know, I've never had an issue since then. And if anything does come up with any sensations or worries, I've just found all these holistic ways to literally make them go away, like with less than a few days or less than a week. So it's just so powerful. And in turn, additionally, like, like you said, relationships, like all the relationships I manifested into my life since that time have been polar opposite than to what I was living before and the way I treat my body and what I've been putting in it. And everything's just become so much more intentional that it's like a flower has been able to bloom from that place because beforehand I did not ever like connect like that area with any other aspect of my life. I love that image of a flower being able to bloom there. That's really beautiful. Yeah, it's a powerful place in the body. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about how you got started with this work in your personal journey? I know you have an incredible story. Yeah, I, again, I'll do my best to keep it short. Um, so at the age of 19, I was diagnosed with my first abnormal pap smear of HPV and cervical dysplasia. And um, the doctors 
just said, oh, you're young, you'll heal, don't worry about it. So I didn't worry about it. And that was a common thing every time I went to have a pap smear for about four years. And uh, every time I would go in, you know, I would get this diagnosis and they would say all these big words to me, but not once did anybody ever explain anything to me about what was happening or how I could help myself. Um, during those first four years, they, the, my doctors continuously tried to give me the HPV vaccine, but I was like, why do I need a vaccine for something I have already? That doesn't make sense. Uh, I also, they also were trying to get me to do these surgical procedures that just intuitively didn't feel good to me. I actually Googled or I looked up what the procedures were and saw all these like horrific images. And I was like, oh heck no, I am not doing that. Um, so I continued to refuse their treatment. And after four years of this, um, the cervical dysplasia was pretty high, meaning it was inching closer and closer to cancer. And uh, my normal um, GP general practitioner was frustrated with me that I wasn't saying yes to their treatment. So they sent me to uh, a teaching hospital with an actual like OBGYN big wig. And um, she examined me and told me the exact same thing and said, you know, you refuse our treatment options. I'm sorry, there's nothing we can more we can do for you. And they sent me out the door, um, basically with like a death sentence. At least that's what it felt like to me. They're like, oh, you're not listening to us, even though they didn't really tell me anything. <laughs> and they just sent me out the door. And <clears throat> it was that day in the shower, as I was puddled on the floor, just crying, because I was like, I'm gonna die of cervical cancer, because nobody is telling me anything. And they just gave up on me. Um, but in the shower, it was like a light came down. It, it was a very surreal spiritual experience, but a light like dropped into my body and I heard my body for the first time. My body said, pick yourself up. We're going to figure this out. And I was like, okay. So for the next three years, I went on what I, I embarked on what I call my cervical healing journey. And I spent hours and hours researching and reading about um, cervical health and womb health and whole body health. I actually went back to graduate school and got my master's in integrative health because I just really wanted to learn how does this biomechanical machine that we live in, how does it heal? Because I started reading about all these amazing stories of spontaneous healing and spontaneous remission of cancer and people people's like tumors melting overnight. I'm like, okay, th there is magic that can happen within us. And uh, if someone else can do it, I can do it. So seven years after my initial diagnosis, I went back in for a pap smear. And by this time I was like, pro, I was like, okay, <laughs> like here, scrape me, swap me. Um, but just a few days later on a Saturday, my doctor called me and I felt a little strange because doctors don't call you. They don't call you on a Saturday. And she's like, Danelle, I had to call you. I couldn't wait to send you an email. Everything's clear. The HPV is gone. Cervical dysplasia is gone. Your cervix is beautifully healthy. And from like I went into an ecstasy of happiness, but then that imploded into anger. 
And I was like, are you effing kidding me? Like all of these doctors threw me out to lunch. They're just like, sorry, you're not gonna heal. You're gonna get cancer. And here I did it on my own. Um, and that is when I decided to begin to share this information. Uh, it was more of, um, I'm sharing this for the version of me in the past who really needed this, but nobody was here sharing it. And thus cervical wellness was born. Um, it was started with me sharing my story, then it continued with me sharing what I did, and it's now evolved into this whole structure and framework that um, by this point, I'd have to say over the past two years, over 30 women who have worked with me have reversed their diagnosis of HPV and cervical dysplasia, and not to mention all the other women who have reached out to me saying that their diagnoses have reversed just um, engaging with my content and the way in which I teach about the cervix. So um, yeah, that's the story of cervical wellness. <laughs> wow, I love that story so much. And I can't believe the number of people that have like used the same practices that have had the same results of reversing their diagnosis. That is just phenomenal information and powerful. Like I get goosebumps all over because I believe it like 100% and I see how much of yourself you've poured into this and how vulnerable you've been with sharing your story. And I think that you've just inspired so many people and especially women to just take their health into their own hands and, you know, realize that we don't, we put so much trust in these doctors and in these medical professionals that maybe know us for 15 minutes and they've never, they don't know anything about us. And for us to know our bodies our whole life and to just give that power away to someone else is just a, it's a very foreign concept to me. So I think you're just that alone telling women that they have that power of intuition is so powerful. And Mm, thank you for that. Thank you for that reflection, Maddie. It's so it's so true that we give our power away to these people in white coats when maybe they haven't even known us for 15 minutes. Maybe it's like two minutes and they look at, you know, your chart on their computer screen. And the, the way that I have learned about the body is that we can all have the same diagnosis, but the pathway that led us to that it's all unique. So what the, like our choices and behaviors in the past led us to this diagnosis. Um, and so everybody's healing journey is unique. And unfortunately, allopathic medicine, it's kind of like a X plus Y equals Z. And regardless of your life history. Um, so yeah, I'll just leave it there and I'll pass it back to you. <laughs> oh, well, I love it. I love just hearing you talk about this and your passion just like shines in your aura all around you. Um, do you feel comfortable like diving into the like past kind of idea or ideology of like what, like why these things might manifest? Because I know you and I have similar past um, before, you know, diving fully into the healing world and just lifestyle choices and whatnot. And I truly believe that those had major effects on like what I'm even currently healing today and the triggers that come up for me today, like emotionally or physically. And I would just kind of want to like, maybe just touch like whatever you're comfortable going into. Um, on like how those things that we might have done or might have seemed okay in the past with respecting our bodies and you know treating them as sacred and before having that knowledge might locate us into the future 
Yeah, I'm happy to speak about that. I'm I'm kind of like an open book, so I, I have no shame about my past. <clears throat> what I what I've come to know about like patterns of past lived experiences leading us to these um, reproductive health issues have a lot to do with our sexual history. So how have we engaged in sex? Have we um, just given our body away? Have we said yes to penetration before we were actually even close to being ready? <laughs> um, you know, or how did we have uh, sex often while we were inebriated? You know, that was a huge part of my history where, you know, I had sex for my first time at the age of 15 and I was drunk. And, uh, you know, that set the stage for the next, you know, until I was, became with my current partner at the age of 22, my now husband, um, you know, that was very common for me just to get drunk or be high, be on drugs and have sex. and not to say that that's something that's bad, it's just for me, I noticed that not having the awareness around whether or not my body was prepared to be penetrated um, really created this energy of disconnection from my pelvis. Um, also, I was a wild party girl. I was like the person who could take more tequila shots than my guy friends. <laughs> and... <clears throat> You know, so many of us have that past history of um, letting loose in a way it's kind of like we in trying to initiate ourselves into adulthood, but <clears throat> the compounded detrimental effects that that lifestyle has on not only our reproductive system, but our immune system, our hormone, our endocrine system, our hormones, and all the other systems of our body can lead to a situation where our body's internal resources, we have a finite amount of internal resources that gets like allocated to different systems, that those internal resources are then allocated to like our liver or our lungs uh, if we're smoking cigarettes, which you know, I used to smoke a lot of pot, <laughs> um, <clears throat> instead of that being allocated to our womb or our reproductive system, which our, our reproductive system, our ovaries, our uterus, our cervix, and our endocrine system, our hormones, takes a lot of energy because as females, we are cyclical and there's things changing and happening all the time. And so if there's any sort of like little hiccup in that cyclical nature that creates a discord or like a disharmony in the body system, which over time, if that continues, uh, can create the energy of unwellness. And so you see these, um, diagnoses arise where for me it was HPV which is a sexually transmitted infection um, and cervical dysplasia but for others that can arise as endometriosis or uterine fibroids or PCOS um, you know you name it and I can guarantee that there is a history of unconscious sex so I'll just yeah that is like Absolutely. the <laughs> I can back that because I know directly where my ovarian cyst issue connected to and it was very unconscious behaviors sexually and I mean almost within like a day of like saying yes to something like that and then the day of saying no it was the same day it hemorrhaged and the day I ended up in the hospital it was the craziest thing because I was like you know what like I'm not doing this anymore and I was on that like teeter tottering of like, do I stay in this world or do I fully dive into this spiritual world? Like I was on that bridge, but like the bridge was crumbling and I'm like, oh shit, I've got to pick like a side to choose. And I picked, you know, 
the side of healing and it, then the whole thing it just exploded and I inside of me and I was like oh I'm like I think I need to go to the hospital <laughs> like something is really wrong and yeah it was like to the date which was insane wow that's that's really amazing you know um <clears throat> I just wanted to tell your listeners or watchers that um, to second what you just said, that healing can be instantaneous or very quick. Like I had a client who um, came with came to me with pretty high grade cervical dysplasia. It was SIN two for any of you who have cervical dysplasia and understand that level system. Um, but she worked with me, and within six weeks, which is very short amount of time, it completely reversed. Wow. And she said the biggest piece was recognizing her sexual patterning and behaviors with her partner and and then doing inner work to come to terms and forgive herself um, for that so it's it's this is a huge piece and especially being in a female body we receive like we we take in a phallus or a toy and the energy behind whatever is entering comes into us um, the next question I was going to ask you is if someone was listening and they're maybe like on that bridge or in that space between like, you know, this old influence, this old lifestyle and knowing that there's something deeper, something greater, you know, something more to step into. Do you have a message, you know, maybe something you would have told yourself um, during that time or just, you know, any sort of inspiration that for someone who's just looking for that sign because I know I spent so much time myself just hoping someone would like grab my hand and say like it's gonna be okay like there's another way and I've you know I received that so many times but there was just it's always that one that you hear that really clicks and transforms your whole life yeah I'm just gonna feel into that for a moment What's coming through is what I wish someone had said to me is everything that you're feeling is right. Mm, it is correct. Time. Yeah, it is correct. Uh, your, your feelings, your intuitions, uh, all those inklings that you um, feel like you should just push aside, they are right. And to listen to them. And I know that it's, hard to listen to them because that might make you then need to make hard decisions about the friends you're hanging out with or maybe your boyfriend that you're with or the guy that you're or the person that you're interested in um, but know that those inklings and those intuitive little hits or those little thoughts that you're like hmm i'm not maybe was that right those are right and to listen to those and that, that is your body trying to guide you to a place that will bring more joy and happiness and pleasure and fulfillment um, than the current life iteration that you're in now. So I hope that helps someone. <laughs> Beautifully said too. And just for anyone trusting that intuition and those things that we've been maybe like told they're just little things or like things to deny or they can be so easily denied or numbed out are actually like our biggest teachers I think um and as soon as I started listening 
my whole life changed. And it's kind of like a boat you get on that you can never get off. <laughs> so true. It's so true. And a little caveat I want to say to this is um, don't go asking people for advice about your intuition. Right. That's something that I wish I didn't do because I would go to my mother and be like, mom, what about this? And she's very practical. And she's like, no, like you stay on what you're doing. Or I would go to my friends who were maybe high and they're like, eh, it's, you know, whatever. Um, right. So asking advice about your intuition will just make things more confused. So. <laughs> That's true. Channeling extra sources into that will just mess things up a little. Yeah. In your clear mm -hmm. mental space when you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's move into our final question. And it is any self-care practices that you have been doing recently or regularly that you found to be potent and really help guiding you in your personal healing journey. Yeah. So one self-care practice that I've just started maybe in the last year, year and a half is herbal body oiling. So mm -hmm. using like herb infused oil uh, and just coating my body with it, <laughs> either after the shower, after the bath, um, or even before I go to bed, I'll oil my feet. And the reason why I do this is because I've learned that um, our nervous system, that all the little nerves, uh, the little, little tiny nerves at the, um, uh, right at the tip of our skin, um, that they are fed by fat. And so when we don't have fat on our bodies, the little nerves, um, which are actually encased by a myelin sheath that is created by saturated fat, the nerves get um, like dry, for lack of a better word. And that can create us, create um, a heightened nervous system or anxiety or just um, nervousness. And so for the last year and a half, I have been almost every day like covering, like rubbing oil all over my body. It doesn't have to be herbal. I just, I, I make herbal oil. So I, um, I have it at hand, but just any sort of oil like sesame oil or um, coconut oil, excuse me, um, all over your body, uh, all over my body has really helped my nervous system health. It's helped me moderate stress. It's helped me go to sleep. It just... Uh, nourishes the whole nervous system and um, so if there's anything that you can do if you're stressed out or if you um, are you know approaching especially now is like the holiday seasons coming as we're approaching a potentially stressful time to nourish your nervous system by putting oil on your body and if you can't do it on your whole body <clears throat> doing it on the soles of your feet because that then correlates to the rest of your body as well Beautiful. And I love that. And I love this scientific background as well. I, that's, that's how I go. <laughs> Seriously. It's like Abhinyanga. It reminds me of Abhinyanga. Like yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, which has been a teaching that's been taught forever <laughs> in yeah. other cultures. And we're over here like oil, coconut oil, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just so amazing that so many of these teachings are coming back to life like so quickly now and all these like ancient traditions are just becoming regular norms in a lot of people's life and maybe I'm really biased because I hang out with a lot of very spiritual people and sit and you know like 
burn herbs and stuff all day. But I think I just, even in social media and stuff, it's just constantly seeing like all these new or all these old ways just awakening right now. Yeah. Yep. It is the time we are awakening into a time period where we're turning inwards and recognizing that we need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. It really does feel like we're coming home. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well said. Well said. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on the Outcome Mastery interview series. It's been so lovely to have you. Where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, so Instagram is a great place to find me at Cervical Wellness. I'm putting out content all the time, information and stories, anecdotes. And then my website is cervicalwellness.com. I do ask that if you want to get a hold of me, please do not DM me. Um, send me an email, which on my Instagram you can find that. Um, but I just DMs get lost. I receive so many. So if you are inspired and want to talk to me, please send me a, an email. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. It's been lovely talking to you, and I'm so grateful. As well, Maddie. It's so wonderful to be in this space with you. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Bye, everyone. Bye.